guys, welcome to another mini-sode of the Philly Report. I'm so glad that you guys have come back for another episode. This week, we're talking about failing fast in business. And I love this topic because as a business consultant, as a business owner, I've had to really identify how is it that I'm going to be able to fail in business as quickly as possible if I have an idea or any of those things, how to do it quickly. Because we don't have a lot of time to be dilly-dallying around to figure out, oh, is this gonna work? Or this is gonna happen? Or is this a really good idea or isn't it? And I've created five tips, five very simple tips on how to identify when you have failed in business. You know, I call it a time of death. Sometimes your ideas die. They don't make it off, you know, on, they fall onto the, to the cutting room floor and that's kind of where they live. But how do you know when a project is not actually going to make it? So I created five tips. I've written down some notes here, but um, to make sure that I stay on point with these, with these tips because they're so, so important and I hope that they help you to succeed. So tip number one is to create a business plan that has milestones. I know that business plans are drag. Okay, I know. We, we create business plans for a living, and so we love it. However, creating a business plan really gives you the understanding of like, what is your business? What are you doing? For who? Uh, how much do you want to make when you do it? What social pl media plans are going to utilize to advertise it? Are you going to advertise? Is social media the place for you to do so? Who are your early adapters? Who are your late adapters? You know, do you have a board? What does that board look like? There's so many questions that you identify within a business plan that help you to understand, is this actually viable? Is it doable? Do you have the man hours? How many people are you going to have to hire? How soon will you have to hire after you have launched your business to be able to maintain it? Can you, can you do so? Can you launch your business without having employees? Having a business plan with milestones, which is the most important part, is essential to success. Because if you're finding that it's harder and harder to reach those milestones, um, when you may really, really need to look at the fact that, is this a viable business? If I'm supposed to be able to get my first website up and hire my first employee by X date, and I'm finding that it's just impossible to get there, because for whatever reason, sometimes it's money, sometimes it's manpower, sometimes it's a desire. I have seen so many individuals who are starting a new business that really don't like it. They don't want to work in the business. They don't like what they're doing. They know it's a good idea. They feel like it will make them money, but they actually don't want to do the job. So um, oftentimes that's a really key indicator that you are maybe in the wrong profession and your business is going to fail if it hasn't already. Step number two or tip number two is find a mentor and create an advisory board. I am all about creating an advisory board because um, I, I, I've, been, I've been accused of liking meetings, which is not true, but I really like to talk through things. The more you talk about it, the more you write, you whiteboard it, the more that you kind of unpack the difficult parts or have the difficult conversations or ask the tough questions, the deeper that you're able to really understand, is this actually going to work? Is this product idea viable? Am I going to be successful whenever I launch this? All of those meetings kind of help you to identify that. You know what I mean? Whenever you're sitting in a meeting, people will ask you questions and you'll, you know, especially individuals that are not attached to the business, which is the most important part. A mentor and advisor should not also work for the company or in the product. They should be someone outside of that realm or in that position so that they can really give an unbiased opinion of what um, what they're hearing about your business. Super, super difficult to do, super hard to hear, but I mean, could save you hundreds of thousands, you know, or a hundred dollars. Heck, who wants to waste any money on a business that, you know, that is not going to actually come to fruition? 
there are times where people just don't believe in your vision. And I, you know, I always say that if it's, if some, if individuals aren't understanding your business plan or understanding your business idea, maybe it is that you're not articulating it correctly. And that's also something working on your pitch, honing in that those skills that it takes to be able to explain what your business is so that others buy in faster. Nothing wrong with that. You know, something that you definitely need to work on. Tip number three is to seek out the negative opinions. I have the most supportive husband ever. Every time I come to him with a business idea, he's like, babe, that is so good. Man, that's going to kill. You're so smart. I just, man, that is such a great idea. And not to say that he's lying, but family and friends lie. <laughs> they think that everything that you do is a great idea, good, it's great, perfect timing. Oh man, the market really needs you. Da, 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 da. Employees lie. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think this is super dope. Let's move forward with it. Finding, seeking out the negative opinions can save you so much time and money because you. I think it's a great idea. I can sell it to anyone that is close to me and they're going to want to see me succeed and they're not going to want to say, mm, that's not a good idea or that's just dumb they're not going to want to say that to you but seeking out those negative opinions how how to seek out the negative opinions doing um polls and surveys great way you don't doing um key key informant interviews depending on your market if there are individuals that already work in that sector ask them what is it about your this the product that you are that i provide that you would use how is it that is it how is it effective if i create a project a product this way or service this way how will it be utilized individuals who already work in that sector will are going to be the absolute best individuals to offer uh, hopefully some really good insight and opinions on how your product is uh, kind of measuring up so do the key informant interviews and seek out the negative opinions I know it hurts it hurts your pride but it's super super important to future success tip number four is to create an MVP so that's a minimally viable product I have seen individuals spend amazing amounts of money on creating their MVP and the business fails and now they're in debt and now it's personal debt they didn't build actual business credit so they don't have you know a, I can't say this enough. Create a minimally viable product for as little money as possible so that then you would be able to know, is this going to is this going to rock? Is it going to fly? Do people like it? Getting those early adapters, being able to tweak that product and service so that you actually create something that individuals want. But if you create it on a large, I've seen individuals spend, oh gosh, one company comes to mind, they spent upwards of $250,000, quarter of a million dollars on their MVP and it completely tanked. Nobody got it. When they created their advisory board, which was after they created their MVP, they didn't understand it. They sought out the negative, they sought out the negative opinions. Nobody got it. And they had spent an exorbitant amount of money, personal money that they had invested in their business, which I think is a great idea. You believe in it? Fund it. No problem. Bootstrap it. Do what you got to do. But make sure that you're not spending your life savings or the bank's life savings if you're getting a loan <laughs> to be able to create something that you don't know if individuals are going to love. Create it with as little money as possible. Get it off the ground and start measuring. Start looking at all of your analytics. Read all of that data. Get individuals to help you read that data and help measure those points. That's where those funds are really going to be able to be utilized and be most cost effective for you. And last but not least is if it does not work, do not be afraid to pull the idea. 
That is the hardest thing for me as a consultant, even as a business owner, to be able to do. Is sometimes you gotta you gotta pull it. Sometimes you gotta call time of death, and I have had to do it multiple times. Um, it is the hard. Oh gosh, it is the hardest thing to do because once you've you know you've created the board, you've created your MVP, you've asked the friends and family, you've not listened to their opinion, you've gotten sought the negative opinions, you know, you've done the business plan, you know what I mean? You've done all the things, and it is still not going to work. It's still too difficult. It still doesn't make sense. It's still not. Uh, something that individuals want it's time to actually call call it quits and i um i like to go ahead like i like this video is about is do it as quickly as possible because your next opportunity the next great idea is within you but it is right around the corner seriously all of the lessons that you've learned from creating this plan or this product or this service that did not that weren't successful can be utilized to create another product or service that will be successful you know not what to do you know the things to avoid. You know the things, the hurdles to, to how to clear that next hurdle. You know all of those things. Now it's time to put all of those things into practice. You guys, these five tips have saved me and have saved the individuals that I consult so much time, energy, money, sweat, and tears. Please consider following these tips on failing fast in, uh, in your next business. And I hope this leads to success. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Failure Reports Minisode series. If you haven't already, follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at The Failure Report, on Twitter at Report Failure, on Pinterest at Failure Report, and our LinkedIn at The Failure Report One to keep up with our new content, including season three of our podcast, coming very soon on all podcasting platforms and our YouTube channel. You can also visit our website at thefailureport.org. Thanks for listening, and remember to fail forward.